Alexa, what was the air date of the very first episode of South of Nowhere? The first episode of South of Nowhere was on November 4th, another installment of get wasted on south of nowhere we have made it yes we have made it to the end of the first season yeah and i can't be more excited oh my god look how far we've come yes this is a great episode and we also have some goodies for you guys we do we got some mailbag we got some mailbag mail's here mail's here but um (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> for all you Blue's Clues fans. I don't think that's how he said it on Blue's Clues. No, that's how the male said it. Oh. <laughs> uh, Steve didn't say it like that. The male said it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this just started out as like, I, I think I might have woken up in the middle of the night and I was like, <gasps> I should do a podcast about South of Nowhere. And I was like, I can't do it alone. I can't talk to myself. <laughs> Because that would be weird. Yeah. So I was like, the only other person I know that knows <laughs> South of Nowhere, like I do, is Nisi. And Nisi is my sister, who's my co-host. <laughs> Say hey, Nisi. Hey! If, this is, if, you, if it's your first time listening, you, don't, you probably don't know who we are. But I don't know why you would start listening at the end of the se- season. But my co-host's name is Nisi Smith, and I am... Nettie Smith. That's correct! <laughs> Um, this is a podcast where we lovingly review with love each episode of South of Nowhere in order. Um, and thank you guys for being here. Uh, so as we said, well, first off, how's it in Miami? What's going on there? Well, um, a couple hours ago when I was sleeping, it was raining. But now, since this is Florida, the sun is out and shining. Yes, it rains in Florida as if there's an appointment for rain each day. <laughs> pretty much yeah. the same time like it um, rains it could be sunny and then it'll have like a there'll be a whole hurricane monsoon and then five minutes later the sun will come out like nothing ever happened it's crazy mm-hmm. it's so annoying too i remember that when i used to go to school down there it would rain at three o'clock every day what <laughs> it would be almost like at three o'clock every day the, <laughs> the the rain would come through to say, hey guys, what's going on? And then it would dip out like nothing happened. What? Uh, yeah, here in New York, oh, we have a mixed bag of, of weather. It's like one day it's rainy and cold, the next day it's hot, and then the next day it's rainy in the morning and cold in the morning and then hot in the afternoon, then hot in the daytime and then cold in the afternoon. Oh my we don't gosh. know what to expect here. So we still got our coats out. Yeah, that's bipolar AF, and it sounds like too much is going on. Like, that's too much. I don't know what's going on with Mother New York, Mm -hmm. Mother Nature New York. Um, But we're going to get to the the, uh, episode, but first we want to get to some mailbag. Mailbag, mailbag. Mailman coming. Uh, Mailman coming. Is that that Uncle Luke? 
No, they did it. They did a game on Wild and Out called Mailman Coming or something, and it was really funny. Oh, it was a parody <laughs> of 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 Uncle Luke. Me and Nisi <laughs> are 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 so far apart in age that we don't know certain songs. She knows songs I don't know, and I know songs she doesn't know. No, I usually know like the new stuff, like like now, and then she tells me that it's actually something old, and then I get shocked, like I am now. See, that's what's going on with this music industry. They're taking old ideas from the early '90s <laughs> and they're bringing them back, and these new young bucks don't even know that these are songs that already happened. She gets so salty about it. Like she gets hyped. She gets so offended. <laughs> like you are now <laughs> it's just they're just tricking the kids they're tricking the kids today you know who does a lot of tricking who drake <laughs> drake just out here tricking folks just taking yeah, everybody yeah i lyrics. hear he do be tricking uh, but i guess you're bringing it to the new school and maybe if they want to go search it they can if they want yeah i guess i don't be searching because i don't like old old i like the new new well let's get to mailbag <laughs> Yep. Uh, so recently we've had uh, some debates in our our season one about Madison and Ashley's friendship and what happened to it and why it stopped to the point where Madison just takes time out of her day and her life to bother Ashley and come up with tons of plans on how to make her life a living hell. Yes, I did think that it was just because Madison Loki had a crush on Ashley, but then we found out the truth. So we did get some thoughts on the situation. Shout out to SON Online on Twitter for helping us out with uh, getting an awesome quote from Valerie Ortiz about the topic. Thank you for reaching out to her. You're greatly appreciated. Just know that, and you know that. Mm-hmm. Um, she plays Madison Duarte, if you don't already know that. Um, and she gave us a, an awesome quote about what she feels was the catalyst to the end of Ashley and Madison's friendship and why it's still so strained. Um, So this is what she said. I think Madison just missed their friendship. There was a day when it was just Ashley and her, and I can see that at some point when Ashley found out more of who she was and was trying to discover more, it didn't leave much room to what her and Madison would do. The things they had in common, etc. The one real friend Madison had and confided in now seemed like a totally new person. My real-life best friend came out to me after South of Nowhere aired. I was so proud of her and happy she confided in me. Our relationship did change at first. The girl who did all the girly fun things with me didn't like those anymore. The girl I gushed about guys about couldn't relate. She was discovering slowly and knew her, and in a way, I mourned our old friendship. We could share some clothes, do our makeup, relate in many ways, and while she went through this chapter of discovery, so much changed. I could see how Madison, in a similar way, just really miss what she knew. Some people find change more challenging than others. Luckily for me, my best friend and I are still close. We're pretty much family, but we never got to see that story play out fully for Ashley and Madison. I think in a world where we can follow their journey years later, the girls reunited as mature adults and accepted each other's faults, growths, and new selves, I could see them forgiving one another about their past and starting fresh. Friends who love deep never truly part. Some souls, I believe, are meant to share life's journey together. And that's that's pretty Aww, awesome, right? Yeah. Uh, thank you, Valerie, for giving us um, your thoughts on why Madison and Ashley have strain, have a strained relationship. I guess you would know. You are Madison Duarte herself. Um, but it would be so mm-hmm. cool to see, like, a reboot or something of 
you know, as adults and see how their friendship has evolved from how we see it on the show. What do you think? Yeah, I feel like if they did like, um, like, I don't know, like a update on them after high school, like maybe when they're in college, I think that Madison and Ashley would be friends because they are more mature and that's high school stuff. Like people usually forget about like all that that stuff in high school and they just throw it all away and they're like okay we're adults now and that was before like we don't gotta be hating on each other like this right i feel like a lot of times that happens in high school like you just make fun of someone because they don't have name brand clothes or something like that and then you grow up and realize that that's not the most important thing in life there's so much <laughs> more important things going on yeah plus you know i feel like the times have evolved like yeah i like to believe that she would have evolved and we also have uh, a quote from Tom Lynch, friend of the show and creator mm-hmm. of South of Nowhere. He uh, brought up the point that the thing that broke Ashley and Madison up was Aiden. Aiden started to show more interest in Ashley and Madison couldn't take that. And that was the end of that friendship. He said, oh, yeah. And what Valerie said. <laughs> so, yeah, that was I, I can see that that was it. But even after even after she broke up with Aiden, Madison was still treating her like crap. So I think that it's a combination of both. Yeah, I feel that. Also, uh, I was talking to Tom through email, and he asked me, do I think a reboot would work today? And I'm like, yeah. (laughs) There's so many outlets now that would love, I feel like would love to take on a show like this. And you can bring in like the old characters and some new characters to bridge the gap between the generations just like Girl Meets World did to Boy Meets World. Yeah. It could be like the main cast is like now they're older. They're like teachers or parents or mentors to the King High students. You know, maybe Aiden coaches the basketball team or something like that. Or maybe Aiden and Glenn coach the basketball team together. Like One Tree Hill. Yeah. I was just thinking that too. That would be so dope. That would be so dope. I think it could work. And we could see... Ashley and Spencer um, together as a couple and navigating this, you know, new social setting as adults, you know, and how that affects their lives and their possible children. So I would definitely be down for that. And I feel like it could work. So thank you guys so much for that. Thank you for getting us in touch with them. SON online. I appreciate you and feel free to give us more quotes for the show. We will definitely read them. So now Let's get into what just happened. Yes. What did you think of this episode, Nisi? It was really good. It was it was intense. It had some good stuff in it. Um, yeah, it had like some like some good um, season finale type of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like how season finales try to like wrap things up in like the last thirty minutes of the show because they know they're gonna be gone for a while. <laughs> It's actually kind of funny because a lot of our favorite shows have gone into season finales just this week. Um, it's that time of year, man. <laughs> I'm glad that we're lining up with that. <laughs> it it's wasn't season on purpose. finale month. It was not on purpose. But um, yeah, this episode really did open up a lot of things. And we got to see some of the characters in a different light and some of the same lights. So who wants to start it off? Is it you or me? Um, I guess I'll go. So 
Ashley and Spencer are laying in bed. Ashley has her eyes closed, and Spencer is very cutely um, rubbing her hair, rubbing Ashley's hair. And then mm-hmm. Ashley opens her eyes, and she's like, I think she says, are you okay? Mm-hmm. And Spencer's like, yeah. And then Ashley sits up, and um, she's like, how do I look? And she's like, you look good. <laughs> and Ashley's like, man, you're terrible at lying. But I mean, even though like Ashley just woke up and looked rough, she's still hot. Oh, she looked great. She looked <laughs> great still. Which is, uh, she woke up like that. She woke up like this. Flawless. She woke up like this. <laughs> <laughs> she's actually surprised to find out that Spencer took care of her all night because yeah. she says typically people don't. They just leave. That's sad. Or steal her stuff. Yeah. Yeah, like Paige did. Left yeah. and steal her, stole her money. Um, at that moment, Christine comes in and says, rise and shine. That's Ashley's mom. Mm-hmm. And lets them know that she's going out for the day and may not come home at night. So I'm like, Which what is are basic you doing? of Christine. <laughs> yeah, that's typical of her. But come on, are you a mother? Like, right? <laughs> just leave your child <laughs> and throw some money at her. Like, come right? on. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Um, she writes off Spencer as one of Ashley's playmates, in quotes. Yeah, I guess. she was so um, mean. Oh my God. She treated Spencer like she was like the trash. trash she needed to take yeah. out. And uh, Spencer's like, I just came over to take care of her. Yeah. And Christine makes this sleazy comment and says, And I'm sure you did that very well. She said it so mean. Oh my gosh. Oh my God. Ugh, I felt sticky after hearing her say that. <laughs> I was like, ugh. Um, Ashley's like, Mom, can you please be nice? And Christine's like rattling off all the names of the girls that grinded her gears over the past however long. To Paige, who stole my credit cards, to Elizabeth, who passed out eating my Valium, and then there was the one with the piercings. She just moved in, and we had to have the help get rid of her. So the girl that took... The credit cards was mentioned as Paige, and Paige is the girl from the previous episode that took Ashley's money. That's cray-cray. Man, so I kind of get where Christine's coming from. Yeah. I kind of, but I'm sure she's seen Spencer at the house before. Yeah, I said she mean AF, but I see why she's salty, because, like, all these little bitches, like, stole her credit cards and her drugs, so. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. She don't really know Spencer like that, so she probably does think she's just one of those girls, but, like. Because she's never around anyway, so she doesn't know who Spencer mm, really is. I but guess. yeah. Hmm. So then she throws 170 bucks on the bed. Did you count $170? Oh, girl, I paused it. I was like, how much are you sending this girl away with? I thought yeah. it was just 100 Nah, it was, it was three fifties and a 20 Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, I guess that's enough if you're going <laughs> to be gone for a couple days. Yeah, she could order pizza, for, buy some food. Yeah, There's put gas food. in her car. Yeah. There should already be food at the house, but... I mean, I mean does what Christine else? cook? <laughs> I mean, it doesn't matter if she cooks. I'm sure there's food there, though. I guess. In the fridge. Like, stuff you could just nuke in the in the mic. Mm-hmm. So, Christine leaves, and then Spencer goes around the bed to sit next to Ashley. Sits right on the money. <laughs> <laughs> And she asks if Ashley really slept with all those girls. Yeah. And Ashley goes, those are just the ones she found out about. 
And then Spencer looks away so sad. I was like, But Aw. I'm like, yo, why did she even say that? Like, <laughs> you know Spencer's feeling you. Yeah. Why are you bragging to her about the girls you bedded? Ashley, come on. <sighs> she must still be high from the night before. That's all. <laughs> it has to be. I can't understand why she would sit there and try to make herself look so good as to say, those are just the ones she found out about to Spencer. Yeah, Spencer's not one of your homeboys. Yeah, you're not talking to Aiden. but yeah spencer looks very sad and ashley's face drops and she realizes she misspoke and she says none of them meant anything yep and she still looks sad because you know well then so none of them meant anything yeah that makes it that makes it better yeah that's what spencer says in a sarcastic way Mm -hmm. so it's like you're just out here randomly just taking girls in and just doing them and telling them goodbye in the morning like not a good look you're trying to get with this girl who's not about that life yeah so spencer gets home and her brothers are waiting for her okay one brother lets her know that she's in trouble and the other just wants to know if she's okay i guess you can figure out which brother said what exactly (laughs) but it's just so what do you have next for this um so yeah they one of them says you're in trouble the other one's like oh i'm glad you're okay and then um, I think Paula comes down the stairs and says, you miss church and can you call and stuff? And we've been worried about you. And I said, ooh, Spencer missed church. Because mm-hmm. like, if you're mm-hmm. like a family that regularly goes to church and you don't go one day, that is a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> I remember when I used to um, visit grandma, before you were born, I used to stay a lot with grandma Nadine. Oh, wow. And... Yeah, girl, it wasn't, <laughs> it was bad. Oh my gosh. But we went to, oh, uh, no offense to Grandma Nadine. I, I doubt you'll ever listen to this because yeah. of the content, but we love um, you, but um, yeah, we, we love you, <laughs> we love you, but we had to go to church every Sunday, sometimes Wednesdays. <laughs> and I can't imagine missing a day like of church and then having to see her face afterward <laughs> and the talk she's gonna give you. She might even hit oh you, my I don't gosh. know. <laughs> Yeah, like, my best friend, uh, they regularly, well, they used to regularly go to church. And uh, when I would go with them sometimes, like, I would go with them. And then sometimes when their mom went out of town, she would text us and say, make sure you go to church today. Like, even though she's not there, she's texting us saying, go to church, you better go. And one day we did not go because I made them wake up at 5 o'clock in the morning so we could watch the sunrise. And uh, she texted and she was like, hey, you guys, make sure you go to church. And so my friend was sleeping and I went and told her and I was like, hey, your mom just texted and said we have to go to church. But she was like, oh, yeah, we're not going to go. I'll talk to her later. And we ended up not going. But, yeah, she's very strict on it, too. Like she's she, still alive. Oh, yes, they are still alive. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, like if you regularly go to church and you miss, it's really a big deal. Like you have to go. Yeah. You have to go. And she says that she was with. She was saying the night at Ashley's, and I'm like, oh, you said the A word to Paula. Oh, here goes oh. Paula. So Gosh. so in this scene, before Paula goes off, um, we see Clay and Glenn in the background watching this all go down like scared little children. OMG. They're like peeking in the background like, oh, no. Like, they look like <laughs> scared little commentators. But... Paula is just going in on Spencer she about Ashley. Went off. And that's off spelled capital A, capital W, capital F. Mm-hmm. That's and how she won't off even she say, went. She says that girl. Mm-hmm. She keeps saying, she won't say Ashley. She keeps saying that girl is that girl. 
Yeah. And Spencer makes a point of saying, like, listen, you know, Glenn stays out all night and doesn't get the Inquisition, but I do. Uh, I don't know. Maybe Glenn comes back. You know? No, and Glenn calls. be out there wilding. He be out there wilding. He wildin'. do be wilding. Oh, him and Madison do be wilding. Mm-hmm. They be doing a lot more reckless stuff. Um, but they are not happy that she missed church. And uh, Paul's irate. Yeah, she's like, oh, you've changed ever since we moved here. And Spencer's like, TF, you want me to be like the same? And um, she's like, oh, that girl has a really bad influence on you. And then Spencer's like, oh, my gosh, you keep calling her that girl. Her name is Ashley. Say her name. And then Paula's like, all right, you are forbidden to see Ashley. You ain't never going to see Ashley again. And things just really go off after that, man. Like, mm-hmm. it's cray-cray. And then she goes, uh, I forbid you see Ashley. She's like, well, how are you going to stop me? You're never home. And then slap. She jack slaps Spencer across her face, man. It's like WWE or something. <laughs> Oh I remember gosh. when uh, I watched this episode, I don't know if you were with me when we first watched it, but at our house in Florida, our living room is in the same room as our dad's video games. <laughs> yeah. So we watched, <laughs> we used to watch this on the computer. We would find them online, like the episodes. And while we were watching this episode, or I was watching it, my dad was playing PlayStation and he stopped and saw this scene and when. <laughs> When Spencer got slapped, he was like, "Mm mm-hmm, that's right. (laughs) Stop it. (laughs) I was like. Yo, that sounds like our dad for real, though. "Mm -hmm, Yo, there's going to be times where I remember, like, certain things that happened on this show where my dad is, like, looking up from his video game and says certain things. And I'll let you guys know because it's comedic because he has absolutely (laughs) no interest in this show. And believe me no interest but he would just look over and see certain things and be like mm-hmm right mm-hmm and like kind of <laughs> say little comments so i'll let you know throughout the the show and the series and season two and three whether that's happened and our mom too our mom has absolutely no interest but she would see little peaks and things of the the episodes we were watching so. really lawanda would make comments I feel like LaWanda well, would not she, care at all. We watched an ep- we watched a couple episodes in the living in the den with her. Oh, we did in season three. But you don't remember it was a long time ago. Believe me, yeah. I remember. So yeah, so then Spencer gets slapped and runs up to her room, crying. Yeah, so sad. And the two boys are just like, oh, they have their hands over their face. They're mm-hmm. just like, they're just so sad. And then. Arthur's like, whoa, Paula. Whoa. You've gone too far. Yep. Yep. You're freaking out. Yep. Paul's losing it, doesn't know how to be a parent. And Paula's like, oh, Paula's like, oh, like, you think you're better? Like, why don't I just go away? Because apparently you know the kids better than I do. And I was like, yeah, Paula, you ain't wrong. Oh, my God. Arthur does know best. I was like, yeah, maybe you should do that. Maybe (laughs) that'd be a good idea, Paula. Because you you should step away. Yeah. yeah. So your kids can be actually happy and not scared to peek around the corner to see you guys fight. Yeah. Because Clay and Glenn are like, they can't even speak. Mm-hmm. I was like too involved in this jack slapping that I didn't even see the boys like peeking. Oh, yeah. I saw that because it had nothing to do with them, but they were there anyway. So oh, yeah. I'm, I'm just like, well, okay, you guys are here. So <laughs> whatever. But... 
the way Paula acts with Ashley, you would swear she's known Ashley all her life. She really thinks Ashley's the devil. But yeah, really, do you, Paula she even know is her. the devil. You've only heard stuff about her. Every time that Ashley comes by, she's respectful. Yeah. She's very respectful. She stayed the night. She's, she hasn't done anything to, to disrespect you guys, you know? Yeah, I mean, there was that one time when, um, you know, she had dinner with them and she did her best to be normal and she was never oh rude. Gosh. Like she did the grace and everything. She didn't yeah. have to do that. She could have been like, she could have been like, "F your grace." <laughs> I don't know what grace she is. I'm not it. doing it. I ain't doing no graces. Let me eat this food. She could have been that <laughs> rude, but she yeah. wasn't. So Paula needs to stop. Mm-hmm. Come off it. So what do you have next? Spencer's crying, and then I think the next day they're at school. Mm-hmm. They're at school. Yeah. So Ashley and Spencer are walking, and then. Ashley puts her hand in Spencer's hands, and it was so cute. It's interlocking fingers, too. They do it interlocking fingers. Yeah. And then um, Spencer's like, what are you doing? And um, Ashley's like, oh, I'm checking your lifeline to see who, who's going to be in your life for, like, a long time or something. Stop. She doesn't say that. Oh, gosh. Yeah, so they do the interlocking fingers, <laughs> and <laughs> Ashley takes Spencer's hand and Spencer's like, what are you doing? And she goes, I'm checking your lifeline. I want to know if you're going to be around for a while. And then Aww. they start laughing together. And then... Here comes Madison. Oh, my God. So Madison comes by and says, I didn't know... Since when did this become the island of Lesbos? Yeah. And then she has like four girls around her, of which we've never seen. Are these the backup chicks when Sherry's not around? Or Sherry has a day off or whatever? <laughs> Because I've never seen none of these girls before. I guess yeah, just some more minions. Yeah, she just has them. She has them on deck. Yeah, but Ashley looks very upset by this, which is not typical of her personality. Usually, she doesn't care or whatever. But in this instance, she looks like it hurt when she said that. And Spencer's just like, ah, whatever, par for the course. Uh, It's hard to get upset with her when she makes a geography joke. Right. Which is, uh, Lesbos is an island in Greece. (laughs) For all the people who are uh, geography heads. but That's not me, then. (laughs) (laughs) Ashley uh, looks upset and gives Spencer a hug and says, well, she doesn't give her a hug. She just says, you're right, we're going to be late for school. And she walks off. And Spencer's like, okay. Hmm. And this is when we kind of see Ashley show that she is, uh, she's thinking about something. She, I would assume that they're together now, her and Spencer. Are they official? Um, I don't know if they're, So they're kind of like. I think they're just starting to. Yeah, like they're on the cusp of being official. Yeah. So... Ashley's kind of wrestling with the fact that what I see here, I'm just judging it from what I'm saying, is that Ashley doesn't want to bring Spencer into this world where she could get made fun of, especially if they're going to be in a relationship together. She doesn't want to be in a situation where their relationship is being belittled, especially since it's Spencer's first gay relationship. And she is uncomfortable with bringing her into what could be a very mad world of, you know, being treated this way. Oh, so Ashley just cares about Spencer. Oh, the whole episode she cares about Spencer. It's just she's wondering how she could be in her life 
Yeah. Without hurting her and seeing how she could get hurt. So next is Clay and Chelsea. They're walking down the halls, explaining about the fight that his parents had. And she says something that makes me go, huh? (laughs) She mentions that her parents fight too, and her mom loves when she fights with her dad because it's all about the makeup sex. Oh, Chelsea said this? Chelsea said this, and she said her mom told her this. Ew. I would jack slap my mom if she told me this. Yeah, like, why is your mom going around telling you this? Yeah. That's your dad. (laughs) You guys aren't, like, buddies from work. Like, (laughs) this is your mom and dad. (laughs) This is weird. But Clay brings up that he he, uh, talked to his birth mother and he wants to go see her and i'm like cool (laughs) fine gang gang do you yeah and she's like he's like well i don't know what to say what what what's gonna happen what should i do what's it gonna be like do you think it's a good idea and chelsea's like yo man if you think it's a good idea for you then you do it just let Mm -hmm. her know that you are an amazing black man Yep. Doing your thing. You're, You're smart. smart. You're loyal. Humble. We appreciate loyal. that. <laughs> Go buy your mom a house. Go, Go put, put some money, money in. in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically, basically all that. So he's like, you know what? Good talk. And then they kiss and Chelsea walks off. And then Clay makes a face like, yeah, I got a good girl. Yep, you do. You do. So next we have Madison <laughs> looking at Glenn talk to a scout from Duke. Mm-hmm. Now you tell me what happened in this scene. So Glenn and the scout are talking. Madison's looking from afar and for some reason she just doesn't look that interested. But after Glenn talks to the scout, he looks all hyped. He's excited. He comes over to her and he's like, yo, I got a possible full ride. All I got to do is keep putting the ball in the hoop. And Madison's just and- like, huh, cool. And he's like, hmm, what's wrong? Like, why are you not so excited? And they sit down, and she's like, you know, I'm just thinking about what it's going to be like if like, if we're going to be in a long-distance relationship. Like, if you're going to be away and I'm going to be here. and Yeah. Yeah. And she mentions, well, first off, congrats, Glenn. You know, <laughs> play, playing for Coach K is just, it's, you know, it's a good look. You could definitely go the pros if you do well and stay healthy. Um so that's why I'm kind of like, why isn't Madison happy? I think Madison's just unhappy because she realizes she has no talents herself. And, yeah. you know, she's almost jealous that Glenn has this future going on and he's building it. And all she can do is just wait for this to happen to Glenn so that she could build off the fruits of that labor. Because... I mean, that's what securing a bag is, pretty much. Like, you're just feeding off of the person that yeah. has the bag. Then she's like, um, oh, well, Glenn is like, um, well, what if you just come with me? And she's like, oh, my gosh, yeah, that sounds great. And then she's like, wait, I don't want to just go with you. Like, if I don't want to just go with you if it's just like we're like like this in a relationship. But what if we get married? And Glenn's you know like, what? Madison knows good and well she can't get into Duke. Right. That's why good she was well. like, well, well, we can't just live together because I won't have nothing to do up there. So why don't I just be your wife and then we can be together and I can just. But how are they going to get married if he don't got no income? Because, you know, they don't pay them students, them basketball players. 
Yeah, I mean, honestly, what I also wrote is if Glenn is about to get a full ride, he should only be focusing on him. Like, Madison, you can step away. Like, he's trying to figure himself out, and he's trying to get himself a future. Like, he needs to be focusing on him. He doesn't have time to be focusing on if he wants to get married to you and, like, moving in with you and stuff. Like, y'all are in high school again. Like, yeah, this is that's like what focus on your future. um, That happened on One Tree Hill where um, old boy had an opportunity to work with Duke, to go to Duke, and... Oh, yeah, and Haley was going to Yale? Haley, Haley got pregnant with oh, Jamie. just kidding. Remember that scene where he was, like, oh, on yeah. the phone? And she, he's like, I got some news. And she's like, what? And he's like, I'm going to Duke. She's like, I'm pregnant. <laughs> it's like, and he just, like, his whole face and life just fell. Yeah. Dang. So, but it also, we also saw... A couple get married in Boy Meets World after high school, and we saw how crappy that worked out. Yeah, I mean, yeah. They were fighting. They didn't have nowhere to stay for like a good two, three days after the honeymoon because they have no money and nobody would help them. Corey was yelling at his mom and dad because they wouldn't give him no co-signing and no money and nowhere to stay. So. Yeah, getting married after high school, especially when someone has a future like that that they're trying to count on, not a good idea. Yeah, you guys, not. just don't be getting married like so fast and especially out of high school. Like you need to get your life together, get some money and secure somewhere to live before you want to live and like have your life with somebody else. Like get it together before you get married. And also like after high school, you have so much more mental maturity to go through. Like, yeah. for all we know, you won't even like each other after a week. <laughs> like, you know how that happens when you're you're young and emotional. Like, you could like each other so much and be so in love one day, and then 24 hours later, you hate the way she chews her food. So, <laughs> you know, you got you to gotta definitely mature more. Madison's just trying so hard to secure that bag. And it's sad to see her because she looks crazy on the scene. She literally looks... <laughs> Like, she got the crazy eye going on. She's talking to Glenn. Yeah. Great acting, though. Like, Valerie and and Chris definitely look like they're playing the part. And uh, Chris, who plays Glenn, looks like the way he's, like, smirking while he's she's saying all this stuff. Like, he's thinking. Like, he's like, well, baby, I should only be probably just thinking about school right now and, and basketball. I believed it. Yep. So then we see Spencer and Ashley at the lockers. And Spencer's doing the same thing that her and uh, that Clay and Chelsea were doing, talking about the fight that happened the night before with her parents. She wishes she didn't care and she wishes they were not a whack. And yep. Ashley's just like, listen, I got a lot of knowledge in this area of dealing with parents. They're weird, they're not normal. It's probably it's probably the hormones. Yeah. <laughs> what? Hmm, okay. Not like teenagers have hormones going on, too. But whatever. Uh, Spencer thanks her for caring and gives her a hug. And Ashley looks like she's almost embarrassed by the hug. Yeah, she looked so weird. Like, she didn't even wrap her arms around her. She just kind of stood there and then backed away. Yeah, yeah. And that's why I keep thinking that Ashley's probably like, ugh, I don't want people to see us and know we're together and make fun of us. You know, because before we were just friends where it was just normal. We just, you know, hang out or whatever. But now that we're in a relationship, if people see us together, they're more likely to make fun of us. And I don't want 
to put Spencer through that. That's what I'm thinking. So Ashley walks off and Spencer looks stunned. Just stunned. Yep. So what what kind of scene do we have next? Where where are we next? Where do they transport us? I think they transport us to the hospital where Sean mm-hmm. and Clay are talking to Boz. And Boz is all bandaged up, laying in the bed. And, um, yeah, they talk to him, they dap him up real quick, and they leave. Yeah, but I... God, Boz. Boz. Why do you gotta be such a stereotypical black guy? You're a black angel. I'm a black angel. Ain't nothing gonna happen to me. Oh, yeah, he thinks he's, like, indestructible. (sighs) Come on. You're in the hospital. Yeah. Like, you're, you're lucky that Clay's mom was able to help you get into the ER quick because you could have bled out from what I hear. Oh my gosh. So you're not that indestructible. <laughs> you just got some luck on your side. Yeah, you got, you got some, good friends. You got a loyal homie on your side. Definitely, definitely. Um, the next we get uh, Sean and Clay walking out and Clay asks Sean if he could borrow his car to go meet his mom. No, he's like, oh, I just need to borrow your car. I'm not going to ruin it or anything. And Sean's just like, yeah, whatever. And Clay's like, you're not going to ask why? And he's like, you're going to go see your mom. And he's like, yeah. And Sean is a real one for that. He is a great friend. Oh, man. These kids are so lucky to yeah. have good people in their lives. Mm-hmm. So we get uh, our least favorite storyline here next is Parther. Ugh. On the phone with each other, Paul is at the hospital, and she's talking to Arthur, and she just says she needs space cool i'm with i hate paula man you either need space or therapy for yourself yeah they need both parenting therapy maybe hmm marriage and parenting marriage and parenting therapy uh i hope they're still going oh i i hope so too because nothing's fixed (laughs) they went to like one therapy session (laughs) you can't just go to one like y'all got money your house looks like a dorm yeah y'all can afford therapy and Paul is a doctor. Come yeah. On. Come on now. And I don't know if this means they're separating or divorcing or taking a break, but she just says she needs some space. And Arthur says they have to tell the kids what's going on yep. because they owe it to them. Mm-hmm. Paula needs to realize she has a, an astute and caring husband. And yeah, that, and she does not deserve him. Or she Yeah, doesn't. she does not deserve because she's a terrible person and she'd be wiling out. And Arthur's just acting normal. They have great kids and... Like, really, no one's in trouble. Like, she needs to be more grateful. Yeah. Her husband is great. Her kids are great. You got you to gotta stop tripping, Paula. Yeah. So next we get uh, Spashley and Aiden and Gray. They're at Gray having some, uh, having some drinks. <laughs> <laughs> Quote, unquote, drinks. In quotes, because, like, Aiden is carrying these drinks, right? And they're like... We know, okay, maybe Kat's not there today. Maybe <laughs> it's her day off. But we know from friends, lovers, brothers, and others that Kat knows these kids. She knows who's of age and who's not. Because yeah. she shut down Spencer and almost shut down Aiden from getting alcohol with his fake ID in that episode. So what are these drinks? <laughs> it has to be Why soda. It has to be in juice and club soda, which yeah. is disgusting. <laughs> and I'm just, why are they in little cups with little, little straws? Why? <laughs> yes. 
I just don't understand. But anyway, he's carrying these drinks and he sits them on the table. And um, he's like, hey, who had the club soda? And nobody answers him. Neither Mm -hmm. girl does. They just kind of look at him and just keep it moving. They just keep being in their own head. Oh, Ashley's in her own head. And Spencer's trying to find out why Ashley is being this way. Yeah. And... Aiden says, you know, I'll just talk to myself and find two other girls to get messed up in the head with. So Spencer asks Ashley what's going on and why she's been acting weird all day and giving her the come here, move away act. And um, what do you what do you have for this scene? Uh, The only thing I have for this scene is that I like the thing that Ashley is wearing. Oh, my God. I was going (laughs) to say that. She's wearing like a kimono or something. Yeah. It looks amazing. And I know it has to Ugh. be kind of short on like her stomach, which is like so Ashley, but it just looks yeah. so good. And she looks good. Her hair looks great. Ashley, you're always killing it. Yeah, it's, oh my God, it looks so good. And her hair's pulled back. I like the way her hair is pulled back. Yeah. I think that's the look for her. Her hair being pulled back is what I like best. When she has it down, I'm not really feeling it. But when it's pulled back in any type of way, it looks really good. But mm-hmm. I don't know where she got that top from. But A1. I might have to go on eBay and check something like that out. <laughs> if I can rock a kimono. I don't know if I have the body for it, but... Stop. Whew, that junk is fresh. <laughs> hey, uh, Mandy Musgrave, is that your personal wear? Or was that given to you through wardrobe? Because if you chose that... Swaggy. <laughs> Swaggy. Um, yeah, so Spencer's wondering what's going on, and Ashley won't answer her. She keeps looking off into the, the distance and turning her head and avoiding eye contact with Spencer, who's literally right in her face. <laughs> so Spencer, you know, says... Look, sometimes you're pulling me close to you, and then I try to take a step towards you, and you close up and move away. And Aiden agrees with that assessment. And he's, I guess because he learned from experience, he used to date Ashley. So Spencer looks at him and goes, can you give us a minute? Right? He all up in their (laughs) business, bruh. Yeah. I mean, I guess if they're all three friends, I guess sometimes when you're friends with people that are a a couple, you kind of feel close to them, especially when you used to date one of the people. Yeah. So that's kind of why he felt he could answer that. And he's like, yeah, of course. Uh, I'll be over here if one of you girls want to straighten out. (laughs) <laughs> which was kind of Aiden. a cheap shot yeah i mean uh he was so great in the previous episode yeah getting getting spencer and her together and being understanding so this joke was kind of like huh made me ponder i think he was just trying to make a joke make them laugh i think he was i think like he, he didn't really mean joke. that yeah that's true i think he was just in a jokey mood and he couldn't tell that ashley and spencer weren't in that same mood so that's how that went down but ashley is put off by that comment and says do you want that life stupid little comments about what you are and how you feel so i learned to laugh most things off because it hurts too much to do anything else oh ashley spencer can't you see she's hurting <laughs> but that's what i'm saying like she's just she doesn't want to be judged by being in an actual relationship with this girl, you know? That's what I think it is. Even though later in the episode, we she brings up another reason as to why she's acting like this. I just feel like she doesn't want people to judge 
her and Spencer, like she could take it, you know, she's been taking it this whole time she's been at the school, but Spencer is new to this, you know? Yeah. And also is this Ashley's first relationship since like relationship with a girl since Aiden? Yeah. Cause I think all the other is. girls she just hooked up with. Mm-hmm. Those were just like one night stands or whatever, but this girl, she actually wants to be in a relationship with. Yeah. So she doesn't want people to treat it like it's some kind of joke. And that's what's part of what's making her be so distant. But Spencer says, listen, I can't just be friends with you. Either we're together, I'm with you, or nothing at all. Yep. Because she needs to figure out her own life. And you can't just leave somebody in limbo like that. You know what I mean? You can't just, if someone likes you or if you like someone, you can't just be friends and then that's it. It's like, it's like having tickets to a concert and just making it out to the parking lot. <laughs> Spencer waits for her to respond and Ashley don't. She oh don't. Oh gosh. So Spencer just gets up and leaves. And Ashley looks stunned at first and then she looks like she wants to say something, but she can't bring herself to say anything. Yeah. And just let's... Let Spencer walk off. But girl, you're rocking that kimono. Yeah, you are. You are. So next we have uh, Ashley and Aiden are at school and they're walking down the halls. And it's a nice little... Is that a crop top she's wearing? It was... No, it was a tank top. But her stomach was showing. Yeah. But it wasn't like a full crop top. mm -hmm, She tries to show off that that back tattoo. So she Mm -hmm. wears... Really yep. short shirts. But it looked great on her. It yeah, of course. As, as, as everything does, but it just showed off her shape really nice. She's trying to get advice from Aiden about what to do about Spencer. And Aiden lets her know straight up <laughs> that Ashley's a heartbreaker. He knows. He's been there with her. Yep. But f- maybe Ashley's afraid that Spencer's going to break her heart. Aww. Yeah, yeah. Maybe getting back in the saddle in a relationship is just too much for her. I don't know that I don't know if I like that she's taking advice from Aiden about Spencer when Spencer, I'm sure, is at school somewhere with them. Because <laughs> what if she walks up on on them talking about her? I don't know. Um, I, don't like I mean, that. they're not talking junk about her. Like, yeah, Ashley just wants is... to know like how to talk to her and how to be like. Like, what to do? Why not go to Spencer about that? You know, you're right. Because Spencer was just trying to talk to her before. And Ashley didn't want to talk. Spencer was trying to ask you all those questions at Gray. And you couldn't say nothing. But now all of a sudden, you're Miss Chatty Cathy when it comes to Aiden? Yeah, you're right. You're right. That's how I feel. Because if Spencer walked up and heard this, she'd probably be like, wait, time out. You couldn't talk to me about it? Yeah. That's that's how I feel about that. So after the advice, Ashley smiles and Aiden goes, what are you thinking? And she says, that you make a great girl. And she kisses him on the cheek. They are cute. Yeah. I love the fact that they have a character like Aiden on the show to be that guy friend that's not just trying to to fuck them every five minutes. Yeah, Aiden's really, really sweet. Yeah, he's not the kind of guy that's like, oh, I want to be friends with these lesbians so they can, like, put me in their threesome. 
Which was kind of part of one episode, but it wasn't really. Yeah. But I feel like Aiden doesn't follow the line of what a typical guy friend in this situation would be like. Yeah. But let me tell you about this next scene, though. Aiden in the locker room. Yes. Looking fine. Mm-hmm. And he's he's dripping wet. Yes. He's making it rain all over that locker room. <laughs> Why is he so wet? Why was he dripping like that? Stop like, it. These are kids. <laughs> no. Oh God, no. He's a he was a grown man when he filmed this. <laughs> Come on now. But why did they make him so drippy? Like, because he's Aiden and he's hot. He couldn't get a towel. He's hot, those so they had to make him wet to cool him off. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, he's dripping all of the locker room, creating hazards. Stop People are gonna it. slip down. <laughs> oh my god, it was just kind of distracting too to see drips every five minutes, but or not even five minutes. Every five seconds, it was dripping from the nose, from the ears, <laughs> from, from the, the head. head. But he walks up over on a. Uh, on Glenn, who's having a tough day, he's he's in his own head about the conversation that him and Madison had earlier that day. Mm-hmm. Um, just a quick note: we always see Aiden with no shirt on, but we never see Glenn with no shirt on because he's not the hottest guy in school, which That's is what very we said telling. before. So, first off, in this scene, there's some confusion about the storyline. So, here's what we have. Okay, Aiden says, "You're not a Duke yet, all right." We still got games won in a whole season next year, so don't blow it. Thanks, man. You're not at Duke yet. We still got a few more games and a whole season next year. Okay. Isn't Glenn a senior? I don't know. Glenn's a senior. We know this because if you're a veteran watcher, he graduates the next year. Let's say Glenn isn't a senior. Let's say he's a junior. All right? Okay. So we find out later in the episode that... Clay is a junior. So you're telling me they're both the same age? But we know they're not. We know that Glenn is older than, than Clay. So what, who, what grade are they all in? <laughs> um, what if we can assume that Clay is so smart, he skipped a grade sometime in his life, and so he's just younger, but in the same grade? Ooh. You're smart. <laughs> You smart. Okay, so if Glenn is in fact a junior and has okay. a whole another season left to play, yeah, we'll just say that Clay is the same grade as him because Clay skipped a grade. Okay. So that means that Spencer's a sophomore. Yeah, she's younger than both of them. So she would be in the same. So she would originally have been in the same grade as Clay. What? <laughs> Let's say Clay never skipped grades. Okay. Let's say he's in his original grade. Let's say he's a sophomore because let's say he just never skipped a grade. Okay. That means that him and Spencer are both sophomores? Yeah. How is that possible if they're not the same age? He's the older brother. Man, I don't know, man. <laughs> you got me you got me twisted with all that now cuz we all know Glenn's a senior because we know he graduates in the next the next season. So what is Aiden talking about? Maybe Aiden just doesn't know what grade Glenn is in. Maybe he's the one that got it wrong. Mm. But Glenn didn't correct him. You right, you right. 
I don't know. Anyway. Let's leave anyway. it up to the fans. If you guys know the, the math, the calculations of what grades these people are in, please hit us up because we're so confused. <laughs> We've had this conversation previously. I know we have, me, me and Nisi. Um, it's just hard to figure out what grade these people are in. It's like they're in high school. That's it. Where, where do, what grade are you in? High school? <laughs> but they end up in a conversation where they're basically comparing notes on Madison and wondering if Madison was as gold digging as she was when her and Aiden were together. They're talking about like if Glenn is talking about if Madison was like hard on him, like to be better and to do this and that, like to him. And Aiden's like, yeah, all the time. And I'm like, hey, Madison was hard on you guys because she wants you to be the best so she can secure that bag. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's all it's at the end of the day. It's all about her. It's not wanting you to genuinely succeed. She wants you to succeed for her. If you succeeded and you picked another girl to be with, she would not care if you guys made it to your goals because she has no, no, nothing to do with it. She has nothing, no stake in it. Yeah, and I feel like if, if she wanted to be hard on them because she actually cares about like how well they're playing and because she wants them to be successful, that would be great. And without being so focused on securing the bag. But, you know, she does think about her and she just wants them to be good so that she can be somebody. Yeah, and, you know, Aiden says, you know, that's what makes her so hot, with all due respect <laughs> to your lady, Glenn. Um, he also mentions that uh, Aiden also says that he has scouts looking at him, but it was better when before Glenn got there. Yeah. Well, good, good for you, Aiden. You said you got some, if it's true, that you got some schools looking at you. Good for you. Mm-hmm. So what do you have next? Um, I think it's Clay driving to go meet his mama. No. And okay. <laughs> so for some reason, the next scene shows Glenn going out to play some pickup basketball in khakis. Oh yeah. No, 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 no. Khaki pants. Ew, those are not movable. Um, They're tight and like weird to move in. Yeah. You know what, Glenn? If you had just taken a second and thought, let me go home and put some shorts on. And he was just in the locker room. Like, what What were you changing from? Like, you must have been, like, in your basketball clothes. Why didn't you go play in that? I think that he might have left his clothes at the the locker room and then walked out at night. He went on a walk and saw some kids playing, and he thought, let me hop on in there. Uh, I thought Aiden was it, with him, right? Aiden wasn't with him. Oh. In the locker room, yes, but not on the basketball court. Oh, I thought they went together. I'm dead. Nah, he was by himself, and if he had just taken a second to think, oh, maybe I should go put some shorts on, he probably would have realized it's not worth it to risk my my health to go and play pickup basketball with these teens. Yeah, rookie mistake, man. You always got to carry your, your shoes and your shorts with you in case there's a, mm-hmm. a random pickup game like tonight. <laughs> yeah, but he didn't really need to. I guess he wanted to clear his head, and he thought playing basketball would kind of like give him that clarity that he needed to deal yeah. with what he was dealing with the pressure that madison was putting him under so let us know what's next nisi now clay is driving to to meet his mama and um he's driving i wrote that it must be late af because he just drove like three hours and it's nighttime no bro listen so i did the math on it i, I googled it and <laughs> i had to see so we we saw in the previous episode that the mom lived in Reno, Reno, Nevada. Mm-hmm. And we know that the Carlins live in L.A. Is that correct? Yes. 
So I did a Google search to find out how long that would take to drive, and it showed me eight hours. What? Oh my gosh. Eight hours? Eight hours. That's one way. That's one way. Oh my goodness. Even if he speeds, which I doubt Clay does because, you know. He's Clay. He's Clay. (laughs) Eight hours? And then he has to go back home? So now that I know that this is eight hours, um, Paula and Arthur didn't ask where he at. He's going to be gone for a long time. He probably sent a text. Saying what? Lied and said he was hanging out with Sean. Oh my goodness. For, for at least 16 hours? I guess so. Uh, uh-uh, that's not out of Listeners, up, that's listeners, cray cray. If you know how this could have happened... Let me know, but I did Google it. Let me just do a quick Google search right now. <laughs> Let me just make sure, because I swear for God. <laughs> that's crazy. I Googled Eight it. hours? And, and that's why would one he go way. by himself? True that. Well, I mean, what's he going to do? Bring Sean, and Sean's going to sit there and... Uh, yeah, so he can help drive. Why, he, why is Clay going to drive oh, eight hours yeah. by himself? True that, true that. You do need to uh-uh. share the driving. Yeah, let's see. And then he's got to take a nap somewhere before he drives back another eight hours. Uh Uh-uh, this ain't right, man. This ain't right. Dude, I typed in Google Los Angeles to Reno, and it gave me flights. Stop it. (laughs) That's how far away it is. Let's see. Driving, (laughs) driving, driving. Seven hours and 45 minutes. I guess there's not a lot of traffic right now. That's eight hours. 471.6 miles. Uh-uh. Los Angeles, California to Reno, Nevada. And we know Los Angeles has tons of traffic at all hours of the day. Yeah. We're, I guess we could just suspend disbelief and... Okay, Clay, you mm-hmm. drove eight hours. Fine. <laughs> so we head out to, uh, to Reno, Nevada, where we meet Clay's birth mom, who is played by Tempest Bledsoe of The Cosby Show. Vanessa from The Cosby yep. Show. She she's all grown up, giving up her kids for adoption. Yep. I used to watch that show when I was little, and <laughs> uh, but I barely remember the characters. All I remember is uh, Rudy and Olivia. I remember and of all course, the characters. Of course, um, Cliff Cliff Huxtable. <laughs> yep. And then when it when it was coming on Nick at Night, Nisi used to watch it. Yep. But we'll never see that show ever again. Never ever. Unless you buy the DVDs. That's the only way now. <laughs> so he meets Vanessa Huxtable at the diner. <laughs> and she looks almost put off by him. Yeah, this was such an awkward meeting. Yeah. Um, this, this is not what he drove all the way down there for. Right? That's why Clay was so upset. Like, he drove eight hours and she was just a meanie. Yeah, she was talking too harsh, too. Yeah, she was hostile the whole time. And then Clay walks up, and she looks at him like, hey. And he goes, she's like, are you Clay? And he's like, yeah. She's like, sit down, bitch. (laughs) Yeah, she was like, sit down. And I'm just like, okay, like you guys aren't going to get emotional? You're not going to hug or anything? Like, no one's going to cry? Oh, my gosh. I mean, Somebody did cry, but not for the reasons you're thinking. <laughs> so she's like talking to him and finally like he tells her he's a junior in high school. He loves school. 
He has a brother and a sister and a whole family. And as she's talking about her life, you know, in between, she's looking at her watch. Like, how much longer do I got to sit through this? Oh, my gosh. <sighs> she talks that she says that she made her way west after, um, you know, she had dealt with some people looking down on her and treating Pause. her. Did she say she came from Cincinnati? Yeah. Ohio. Clay was yeah. in Ohio. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. They were right that's there. Wh- that's how she had him. But we don't know when she moved that far. But it doesn't matter because she gave him up to give him up. Like, it wasn't like it wasn't like he was taken from her and she was desperately trying to seek him out. She yeah. gave him up on purpose. So once yeah. you do that, typically it's like, oh, well, whatever. You know, I gave him up. Now let's move on with my life. So, so Clay is sitting here listening to this sob story. Mm-hmm. Now... What Clay wanted to find out is why. Why did you give me up? And he was getting a little aggressive, too. Like, I understand that you're upset that she gave you away, but, like, it could have been for a good reason. Like, you don't know. Yeah. Like, just calm down for a second. Well, she did explain that she was 15 and had, I mean, nothing to, no way to take care of him. And he I was mean, still being it, aggressive. Clay. Yeah, Clay, you're in a great spot right now. You have an amazing white family. You know, <laughs> you have a brother and a sister. You guys have a huge house that looks like a dorm. Yeah. From like an elite high, elite college, an elite college. <laughs> and so I think her giving you up was the best thing she could have done. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at how unstable she is sitting across the table from you. Yeah. You're in a great spot, Clay, and you're going to succeed and be a great you know, individual in life because she gave you up. So she should be commended. Even yeah. Even though she is kind of mean to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't understand why she agreed to meet him if she wasn't going to give him what she wanted. Like, right? what he wanted and be mean to him. Like, this dude drove hours to meet this lady. Mm-hmm. And she almost seemed like she didn't want to be there. Yeah, for real. So. So we cut back to Glenn playing pickup basketball in khakis, khaki pants. Now, <sighs> so stupid. He, he jumps in the air for what I believe to be a rebound and shatters his whole ankle. Oh, excuse me. He shatters his whole knee. Bag, equal sign with a line through it, not secured. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> Madison was trying to secure the bag. The bag's not secured for him either. He's not going to Duke no more with no full ride. No one's bag is secured. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. But he is on the ground just screaming. Yes. And screaming, one screaming. Of those, one of those pickup guys runs over to his bag and I guess grabs his phone to call 911. Yeah. The next scene is Spencer uh, talking to Arthur. And I love, I love the way they shoot this first shot of Spencer. She's framed kind of like from her, from like her neck up. She's playing with her necklace and looking very pensive and like, like she's thinking about a lot. And it's just very, it's, it looks very pretty, like that scene and how close they are to her face. Um, and she says the line, I want you and mom to be okay. And then they, they go to a, a wider shot of her and Arthur. Arthur's talking to Spencer about what's going on with him and Paula. And 
his main thing is making sure that Spencer's all right. Mm-hmm. He he really loves her. He really wants to reassure Spencer that everything's fine, and he accepts who Spencer is, no matter who she is, which is said a lot throughout the series. Uh, does he mean I accept you if you're gay, or in general? Um, I think he means in general. And the that's gay such, thing would be in there too. That's such a descriptive thing to say to, because I don't. We don't ever see him say that to Clay or Glenn, or maybe he does, but they don't show it. And because Spencer's the main character, maybe, maybe that's why they show when he says that to to her. But he he said that in episode one about no matter who you are, be yourself. Or yeah, do you think he knows that Spencer's gay? I think he would have an inkling, but wouldn't like assume for sure, like, yeah, she's gay. I think that he just thinks that Spencer is thinking about being gay, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we do know that Glenn has talked about Ashley to the rents. So maybe he's like, okay, well, she's hanging out a lot with Ashley, so maybe she is. But if she is, I still love her mm-hmm. and I still accept her for whoever she she is. Um, at that point, the doorbell rings, and whew, I'm sitting there like, before he opens the door, I know who it is, because I've seen this, but thank God Paul is not home. Yes, exactly what I wrote, because I was like, Arthur is a real one for letting her in and saying, like, nice to see you, but if it was Paula, she would have slammed mm. that door right in her face. Yo, Ashley wouldn't have been able to turn down the street that they live on. Nope. Because... <laughs> <laughs> Because since, uh, since Paul is out the house, Arthur throws Paula's rules in the trash. Yeah. Because we did see that Paula said you cannot hang out with, with Ashley. But that was uh, Arthur is a real one. Arthur's the man. Do your thing, Shadi. Do your thing. Mm-hmm. So he lets, he lets Ashley in. And Ashley is just polite as ever, you know. Yeah. As she always is. She never right? comes in foul. So... Ashley comes in and Arthur lets them talk in the living room. He walks away and leaves them to talk amongst themselves. Go Arthur. Yeah, man. He's a great guy. Great dad. Mm-hmm. So next we're at the hospital with Glenn. This is a quick scene. It's a quick little flash. But we see Glenn with his fractured knee into a million pieces. And salty Dr. Ben is there. Ugh, salty Dr. Ben. <laughs> He lives at the hospital. Right? <laughs> Him and Paula live at the hospital together. That's like their house. Right? <laughs> and um, he doesn't really do anything in this scene except give a head nod. Um, Lame. Glenn's like, Glenn is just yelling his face off like, ah, mom, ma, will I be able to play again? And no. <laughs> Paula's like, we're, we're not thinking about that right now, son. Yeah. He's like, I can't even move it. Ah. And so Dr. Ben looks at Paul and gives this this negative head nod like, mm, I don't know <laughs> if he's going to be able to play again. And then Paul is like, Ugh. but they don't tell Glenn that, of course, because he'd freak out even more. I mean, like, he's not going to be able to play like tomorrow, but I think he'll be able to play eventually, like once he heals after like maybe a year. Yeah, but he, it's not, when you're a senior who we're, we're assuming he's a senior and you're getting looked at by these schools, if you can't play anymore, 
how can the schools look at you? Yeah. So let's say UCLA is like, oh, I want to see this Glenn Carlin kid, you know, in action. And they show up to the game and you got crutches Mm -hmm. and a knee brace and you're not playing, then they're going to stop coming over to to see you play. So that means that your your stock has gone down because you're not going to play next year. Yeah, no. So at this point, it's well, it's good news for Aiden. <laughs> <laughs> so in this next scene, we have uh, Ashley and Spencer talking in their living room, which is actually really nice. Their house is amazingly nice. Um, it's not nice as Ashley's, but... It's a great apartment. It's a great house. Yeah, they got that bread. They got that doctor money. (laughs) So Spencer is talking to Ashley, and Ashley apologizes for what she's done and how she's been acting lately. And Spencer's like, bro, why was you acting like that? And she's like, because I want you. And I don't want to hurt you. Aw. Yeah. Well, Ashley... Do you really think you're going to hurt Spencer? Like, is that in your nature? I don't think Ashley would would hurt Spencer. I don't think so either. But then again, we've only known her through this series. (laughs) We don't know everything about her. But Spencer says she can take care of herself. With a little leftover to take care of Ashley as well. Aww. Oh my god, they're so cute. So (laughs) Ashley smiles and invites Spencer over to their house for the night. Where they're gonna do it. Yeah. Uh, her mom's out of town for a couple of days. Um, so they have the house to themselves. And then after that, we just get a montage of everyone being sad. Yeah, everyone is having a hard time, man. They are going The only person it. that's having a good night is Spencer. So yeah. she's out getting some. And the rest of them are upset. Arthur is at the table drinking by himself. Mm-hmm. I think he's drinking whiskey. Yeah, that's what I assumed it to be. Uh, Glenn is at the hospital. Are you with Madison? Madison is screaming at him. Oh my gosh. Ah, What do you think she's saying? Um, like you ruined this. Can't believe how could how could you be so stupid? Why were you irresponsible? Now you can't play. Now I can't be a trophy wife. Now we can't get (laughs) married. I'm dumping you. You ain't nobody. (laughs) <laughs> you ain't nobody without your knee yeah how am i gonna how am i gonna buy designer clothes how am i gonna be an influencer on the net yeah how, how are we gonna have our private jet and our eight-figure deal glenn yeah i know she had knee. to have said eight figures up in there she had to have oh. said eight figures up in there what, what 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 good are you now glenn that's probably some shit she was talking about mm-hmm yep and then we had, um, oh yeah, Clay was being sad about his mom, and we had Paula um, talking to Doctor Salty Doctor Ben in the car, and they were hugging. Ugh, mm-hmm. Paula, yeah, what the Cause... f, man? And then they show Aiden at the bar by himself, looking sad. But I'm like, what happened to you, Aiden? Oh, I think Madison was there talking to him after she yelled at Glenn. Well, no, but she had, he was already looking sad before she even walked up. Oh, so he's at the bar looking. I mean, he's drinking his his club soda or his Dr. Mm-hmm. Pepper or whatever. And he's just looking upset. And then she walks up and touches his leg. And he, he looks over at her like, Oh, I know what's, I know what's going on here. Right. Even though I guess he's at the bar. So he doesn't know that Glenn is hurt yet, but he knows something must be up. If Madison's, 
you know, came back over and trying to get with him. Yep. What a snake. She's going back to square one. She's going back to square one. I I really love the acting of Chris Hunter in that scene, though, where he's in the hospital bed and Madison's yelling at him and she runs off. Oh, yeah, and he starts screaming. He starts screaming, but he, like, looks like he's trying to lunge out at her, like, as she's leaving. And his leg, his knee is still hurting. So he kind of goes, ah, my knee. Like, he doesn't remember that his knee hurts. Mm -hmm. So he reaches over like he's trying to talk to her or, like, grab her or go after her. But then he's like, ah, my knee. And he starts to grab his knee. And then he takes, like, I guess something on the table side and just slams it and starts yelling. And there's no sound except for the music, the over. Yeah, the sad music. (laughs) So you can't hear what they're saying. But based on how their faces look and the anger and the the things like that, you can actually figure out, I mean, you know what their emotions are. So, mm-hmm. so that's the end of our episode. Yeah. So that was our episode, What Just Happened. And we've reached the end of the season. Wow, a whole season. Wow. Yes, yeah, man. You guys are so loyal for sticking with us for the whole season. Yeah, man. I'm just... So happy that you guys have stuck with us. I see the numbers going up. I do. I know I say that every time, but it's the truth. And uh, thank you guys for your comments and hitting us up on Instagram and Twitter and and liking our pages and things like that. I just um, am happy that we could actually do something so fun and give you guys a podcast that you can listen to when you're having a bad day at work (laughs) or when you're in your car driving or when you're walking down the street. Yep. Or when you're on the train sitting next to someone who smells. Ew. You know, we just want to put a smile on your face and have you be able to take South of Nowhere with you in your pocket. You know? Mm-hmm. So thank you for allowing us to do this. It's, it's so fun. It's so fun. And now we're moving on to season two. Gang. Yo, it's going to get crazy. It now, is. Season two is my favorite season, so it's going to wow, be so it's many things be happen. Like, I'm thinking about all the things that I remember seeing. Don't talk seeing. about none of them yet, though. Oh, Don't I'm talk not. about none of them yet. Okay, I'm not, but it's just going to be so lit. So many things happen, and I can't wait to talk about it because it's going to be so fun. All right, so Nisi, um, what was your favorite line from the episode? Hmm, I don't think I had one today. What was, what was yours? Oh, dang, you didn't have one of all the things that happened in this scene? I mean, this episode? Yeah, a lot of things happened, but no one really said anything that that I was into. I like the line where Ashley says, do you want that life? You know, st- stupid things that people say and blah, 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 because Ashley just said a lot. But I really like that because, of course, Ashley wasn't even talking in that whole scene because she was just so... She was thinking in her head and she was in her own head and Spencer tried to make her talk, but she wasn't talking. Yeah. But for some reason, that comment that Aiden made just made her just go, look, do you want that life? I think that was a good one. I also like when, well, actually, you know what? Spencer said a lot of cool stuff. (laughs) Spencer dropped some knowledge in this episode (laughs) when she was like, I could take care of myself. And then she's like, with a little leftover to take care of you, too. I was like, okay, Spencer got bars, bro. (laughs) Spencer got bars. And when they were in gray, and she's like, or I'm out of your life. 
I need to figure out mine. I have to figure out mine. <laughs> Uh, but if you can rename this episode anything else besides what just happened, what would it be? Um, I think I would call it full circle, kind of basic, but that's what happened. Everything came together. They tied some knots and we found out about, um, Glenn hurting himself and not securing that bag. Madison's not getting the secured bag either. Um, Parther having their issues. Spencer and Ashley being a thing. Ooh. Mm. Yeah. I think I would call it love lost and found because Ooh, that's a good one. Spencer found love. Parther kind of lost their love. Mm-hmm. Glenn and Madison lost their love. Well, Madison love, lost her love for Glenn. Well, yeah. And Clay thought he found was going to find love with his mom. Like, you know, a mother and a son type of situation, but Mm -hmm. she did not want that. So it's lost. A lot of lost love. And then Glenn lost basketball, which is something that he loved. Mm -hmm. I mean, pretty much the only person that found love was Spencer, but it still was like, yeah, love lost and found or love lost, love found. Yeah. And Madison found herself with Aiden once again. (laughs) So, yeah, love lost and found. For all of you who inquired on the social media, we will, in fact, be covering the webisodes in season two. So get ready for that. Yeah. <laughs> and we will be back on June 14th Ooh. with the morning after. Okay. And the webisodes that come along with that will be BFF and Before Spencer. So feel free to email us at GetWastedSON at gmail.com and hit up our Twitter SON Wasted and Instagram Get Wasted SON. And also feel free to invite a friend. Yeah. Invite a friend to listen to the podcast so you guys can have something to talk about as well. Maybe you guys can binge listen <laughs> and get wasted on South of Nowhere and then get wasted on Get Wasted on South of Nowhere. <laughs> get Wastedception. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's such a good Wastedception. Um, but thank you guys. All right. Once again, my name is Nettie. I'm Nisi. And we'll see you guys June 14th with The Morning After. Bye-bye. Holla. Dude, season two? Whoa. Whoa.